I fell off a fucking snowmobile. <laughs> do you know what a snowmobile is, Kayla? <laughs> no, do. she doesn't know what a snowmobile is. <laughs> I do. I just get, like, why were you on one? Right. That's the <laughs> were question. Were you at a chalet in, in the Alps? <laughs> Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, why did Katie let Kayla, you on a snowmobile? my knee is swollen. <laughs> oh, this was recent. So, Nick has been asking over and over to go on a snowmobile, right? So, mm-hmm. I take a trip on down to Katie's town. Katie is my best friend from college. So, I get on the snowmobile with this dude. His name's Hammy. And we go to the lake house. And on our way there... <laughs> He turns back to me and he goes, just so you know, I fell off this the other the other day. And I'm like, that's not good at all. Thanks for telling me now that after I already fucking made the decision. So then we get there and I swear to God, we're done. So I let go. I'm like, cool, we're here. I see the beer signs. Like, we're here. And we're in the middle of the freaking street. And you can't drive a snowmobile on cement or concrete. Right. We've made it past our destination. And this man comes from room and he takes off. And I literally, like, the whole snowmobile moved and I was stationary in the air. <laughs> so I basically fall flat on my face and it literally sounded like splat. And I, for a second, I held on to the back of the snowmobile and just pictured me holding on like, dush, dush. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. So, so that's why your knee's fucked up. Yeah, so I fell off. I don't remember this, honestly. It was just Nick that saw it. He's like, she held on, bro. And I'm like, wait, I don't remember that. So then I fell and we were all fucking dying and I'm still in the middle of the street and there's a car that's coming and it's lights are on me. Oh. It's headlights on me, so now I'm picturing Nick T at his snowmobile across the way on the snow where he should be laughing his ass off at me and the car and the person in the car laughing at me because I'm an idiot. Oh my god. And then we get in the place and I'm like, yo, my knee hurts, so I start taking off the snowmobile gear and they're, by the way, they said we're going to the lake house. I really was picturing a lake house, and we got there, and I realized that they meant a bar that's called the lake house, so now I'm going going from one bar to another bar, and I wasn't expecting to go to another bar, so I don't have a wallet, so now this whole trip is pointless. Yeah, it's about it. I broke my kneecaps for nothing. For nothing, yeah. Hey, party people, it's Kayla. And Kara with... Sibling Telepathy. So today we have our first official guest, and his name is Chris. Whoop, whoop. It's, it's actually Kara's best friend, and we have a feeling he's going to become a regular, so he actually has his own segment name, and it is Chats with Chris. Ayo. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> today we have a little game that we are playing, and it is Two Truths and a Lie. I think many people have played this game before. I don't think we have to necessarily explain it. It's self-explanatory, um, yes. two truths and a lie. Right. If you don't know what it is, Google it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's friendly telepathy. Yeah. Okay, so. For sure. Who wants to go first? Okay, um, I've used a sewing machine. I love Star Trek. And I, I've drinking a 12-pack of Coke before. I don't know. Okay, I know the answer. <laughs> Okay, the lie? Yeah, I know the answer. The lie? What was the first one? <laughs> I've I, used a sewing machine. Okay, that's the lie. No. No, it's, no, not. it's not. So what is it? The I like Star Trek. You don't like Star Trek? No. He, he loves Star Wars. Oh. It's very different. Look at I'm such a um, jerk off. <laughs> I'm just assuming he's a dweeb. I'm like, yeah, he likes Star Trek. You know? Yeah. Oh, Star Wars. Got mm-hmm. it. So, like, yeah. Yoda and stuff. Yeah. Got Very it. picky. Okay. Um. Okay. I was the cheerleader. I swam with dolphins. And I've been mugged. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Are you sure? You yeah. know the lie? Yeah, I know the lie. Wow, okay, you're my one? sister, and I'm, con- I'm like, what? The way she said it, too. Okay, which one is it? it? The mugged. Okay, what's your guess? Yeah, mugged. Okay, yeah. You've not (laughs) been mugged. Yeah. Okay. I've been drunk on a school bus for a school event. I have eaten escargot. And I have stolen my parents' car. You You haven't eaten escargot. That's what your lie is. Honestly, that's my guess, too, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. Okay. So I have been drunk on a school bus. <laughs> Which parent is the question? Mom. Hey, and yo. this is crazy because... Does she know? I don't know. Okay. So today's topic is all things mental health, depression, anxiety, whatever. And I don't know, we're just going to open a discussion kind of to have a therapy session for ourselves and to... And pot- you. Yeah, and to yeah. potentially help others that are listening that either are too scared to go to therapy or um, I don't really know how to open it up other than I do have three articles. I don't know if you, like, you sure. want to start with that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. This is the National Alliance on Mental Illness website, okay? Mm-hmm. So these are personal stories from people. And the one is titled, My Dark Place. Mm-hmm. And it says, Weary, I whisper to myself while looking in the mirror, what is wrong with you, Rachel? This is one of the many things I ask myself when I'm in my dark place, lost within myself. I know it's not healthy, but these thoughts can feel uncontrollable in the moment. I'm in my dark place, a place where I can be unreachable. I may want or desperately need help, but I shut down when I succumb to my depression. It takes over and it can be frightening. Being in my dark place is also scary for those around me. They struggle to understand what's happening and their confusion is compounded by the fact that I cannot explain it myself. Even if I could explain my mental state, I don't know if I would want to admit to it. I can become angry and contentious or sad and compliant. I can be unpredictable. It leaves me feeling alone and yearning for someone to take my hand, but instead I will walk further into the darkness. I will not allow anyone to help me. Sometimes I don't believe I deserve to be helped. When I'm in my dark place, I can get settled there. It's familiar, not comfortable, but familiar. It never completely goes away and is always within reach. I will ne- it will never abandon me. Sometimes when I'm here, I can get lost and no longer find my own way out. The dark place never wants me to leave. It tells me how I belong there. It tells me how I cannot make it outside of this place on my own. It tells me how weak and broken I am. It tells me again how I have failed and I will fail. It reminds me of my mistakes and flaws, and then it tells me how it needs me to stay. It tells me everything I need to hear to make me believe I belong in this place. I'm going to end it there. I didn't need to do the whole thing because I think it's enough. Like, I'm reading it agreeing. Yeah. No, I totally agree. You know what I take out of that for some reason is, um, I don't know why, but I I thought of this is, um, I seen this thing the other day that was like this, this like Christian girl that like her parents like do everything for whatever. And she's like, I feel like I feel weird around like other people that have it worse because they're like, I feel like mine just completely ignored. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they're like, I like, I feel like a lot of people think that honestly though. I do feel that way sometimes honestly yeah. too. Like talking to certain friends, I'm like, well, I don't feel like I can actually talk because like, I feel like you just think that you have it worse or something. And like, and then that's really sad because like that is literally our job. As your sibling or best friend, like, to be there. Right. And to never be like, oh, what she just said isn't valid enough because it didn't reach this point. Like, no. We all you feel something. Have, yeah. Right. Thing, it can completely take over you no matter what, even if, like, you are assuming it's small. Like, it's not. Right. Because it's sick and you cannot control it. Right. It's, and it's affecting you yeah. so deeply that don't ever think That's, like, small. usually, like, why, like, I don't know, like, people, like, think, like, sometimes, like, people push me around, but, like, I don't know, I just feel like people, like, go through shit, like, and you could just tell, like, certain, like, tics that they have. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, I'll just, like, let it go, like, right. whatever. But, like, you know, yeah. some people do fucked up shit, but, like, I can just tell they're, like, kind of fucked up for some reason. Yeah. And the thing about not wanting to be helped is, like, it's so serious, too, because I totally agree. Like, sometimes you don't even want to do the things that you know will make you feel better. Like, my number one thing is watching Friends, and sometimes I'm like, you know what? No, I don't deserve to even fucking watch Friends right now. Like, I'm just going to be miserable, and I'm just going to lay here anyways. Right. And, like, for you... Me, I'm just like, no, fuck that, I'm doing it. Like, I'm like, I, I literally take full control at that point. It's like, every bit of luxury becomes mine at that point. I'm just like, I'm doing it. I don't give a shit. And the other thing that, like, makes me sad about this is this is someone that says it's so hard to explain, but somehow found a way to put it in perfect words for people like us that actually right. feel it. It's like, damn, girl, you did good. You explained it perfect. Right. But then maybe anyone that has never experienced this feeling, mm-hmm. they're like, huh? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, is it reaching people? Like, are they understanding? Like, oh, wow, these people are struggling. And maybe those words helped right. them to understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think our generation, all of our generations for the past, like, 30 years just screwed up that way. I do, too. Because I think Social it's, like... Social media, though, it changed no, I mean, I don't... I think that 
that partially has something to do with it for sure. But like, not all of it. Not yeah, all no. of it. No, I think no. a lot of it is like, I don't know. It's like people have been diagnosed with depression before social media a lot, and I think it's honestly like has to do with like, like I'm not even like a health nut about shit. Obviously, I eat McDonald's all the fucking time, but I'm just <laughs> saying like I think it's all the food that we eat. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Like the processed I shit. Know. I always say and, like the water. Is it the water? Like, are we just going nuts because of the water? Well, the thing I is, they know. say like people that eat healthy like like all the time and literally never eat that stuff like. Their mind's pretty positive. Yeah, like, you like, notice? No, it really does. Like, hmm, you never heard about it to this extent as now. Mm-hmm. But I also do wonder, which I would never, like, I feel bad saying this because I don't want to make anybody feel like they don't have anxiety. But I feel like some people use it as an excuse or a crutch, even though they've never actually felt it. They'll, like, have one scenario where, like, they feel uncomfortable. And right. Like, oh, I have anxiety. Yeah. And it's like, That's yeah. True. Right. Like, do you, I though? Totally agree because, with that. like, does it cripple you? Like, are you unable to, like, function normally? Yeah, like, no, I agree. And then, with that. like, there's yeah. also, like, it feeds your depression and vice versa. Like, they feed off of each other. Like, are you able to not get out of bed? Do you not, do you feel, like, useless? But then I feel like a jerk because then I feel like I'm comparing, like we just said. But well, at I, the same time, so, like even doctors do over subscribe or prescribe people subscribe. I think <laughs> subscribe to my channel. Yeah. I, I think I think what it is a lot of the time is like a lot of people like get depressed and then they think they're depressed, but they're like, it's like, oh yeah, my boyfriend broke up with me. It's like. Well, well, yeah. Well, that, wait, that wait. That could cause really yeah, I get big that. amounts it of could. depression. But the thing is, but it's like... But then completely over it, and when you get a new boyfriend, Right, that's what I mean. And then it's like, it's a completely new thing, and it's like, so you're just all of a sudden like depressed now. You're just a new person all of a sudden. It's like, people make depression and anxiety a lot of time their personality. Right. And it's like, it's some people... It's not a personality trait, and it's not... Like, yeah. They, they think, it, for some reason, it's trendy. I think that's another thing, too. For some reason, depression, anxiety is trendy, and it's because a lot of people have it, but a lot of people like going along with the fact that they're depressed or have anxiety. Right, or they're, yeah, like, they're just using it as a descriptive word, like, I'm sad. Right. You can say I'm sad. Like, yeah. it is okay. Yeah, you it's like sad doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't need to that. say you're depressed. Yeah. Because, like, it's totally cool to be sad. Because I'll literally say sometimes, like, oh, I'm depressed, or, you know what I mean? But then there's times you're just like, I'm sad. Like, right. it's just a completely different like, there thing. There is a difference. There is a really difference. I agree the might... The might... I agree the word might be overused now, but I also agree that, like, everybody's description of depression is, like, a little different. Like, I don't think we no, all... I agree with that. There's no yeah. one box. I don't think we well, all sure. experience the same thing, so, like, sure. at a certain point, like... People might be, like, overplaying it, but at the same time, you never really know because you don't actually know. It's, it's, yeah, I agree with that. So, I like, mean, it's it is like, hard to, like, judge people because you never really know, like, I what know. the fuck's going Cause, on. Because, like, the thing is, like, if you have a breakup, like, yeah, sure, like, a breakup could really completely change your personality. It could. It really But, like, there's, there's could. people that do this, like, dating after, like, two weeks. Right. And that's, yeah. you're like, come yeah. on. Yeah. And I'm like, like there's other fish in the sea, you're going to be okay. Yeah, and then it's like a complete but mental breakdown. But they might breakdown. just overthink, and that's right. their and problem. Right, that's their problem yeah. in the long run. Okay, how do you guys feel about this? People say, oh, if you have money, if you have wealth, if you have, like, all these things in life, you can't be depressed. No, what I... What do you think about that? No, I, I think you're you probably more depressed. What? Like, they're saying if... Oh, there's no reason to be depressed if you, like, have money and you have everything you've ever wanted in life. Like, you can't be rich and be sad. No, I, sad. I, I think I think you're probably more depressed. Because yeah. the reason why is because you have so much money that you don't know what to do with. And it you're can't already even at a buy high your high. happiness because you're so yeah. in your own... You're at a high, high of having so much money that you already bought everything you've wanted, Exactly. Really. I was going to say, you're already you fulfilled. still aren't happy. You've like, reached that momentum and that power right. that, like, there's nothing to exceed it. So you're like, fuck, where do I go now? And then it's like, if people yeah. already love you at this point, they're expecting a lot out of you. Yeah, exactly. They're expecting That's so much out of you. So, so it's pressure. like, especially now, I mean, like I said, now on, like, Twitter and shit, you'll get bombed if you, yeah. if you do anything, mm-hmm. like, where it's, like, not up to par. Yeah. Which but I true. feel like that's a, oh, like a lot today. Like everyone's Cancel. canceled for it's everything. So it's so much. Like, yeah. I don't know. I know that's a whole other topic. Yeah, but that's a whole other thing. But I've seen that a lot lately. Like, why are you depressed? You have this. Like, what? But whose business is it, though? Like, how, like, you how think do you, you get you to You think choose? I have that. You yeah. think you don't actually know what my life is like. It's right. like you know what I post on social media, maybe. Like, if I have a Lamborghini, I can't be depressed and want to like cry myself right. to sleep at night and be unable to get out of bed. Like, no, you totally can. It's almost like I look at it this way, it's like there's sometimes like I'll be depressed and I'll get something I've really wanted 
And then you're like holding it in your hand. And you're like, wow, I have cool. It, but now I'm but empty. Like, oh, I still like, feel I this way. You're like, yeah. I still, yeah, you're like, I still feel yeah. this way. Cool. So like, there's actually no way for this to ever disappear. Love that. And then Love it's like, once you're me. out of it, you're like, I can go back to it and enjoy it a little bit more now. Right. Like, <laughs> I know. I have noticed, like, this is, this was a topic I wanted to bring up. Like, kind of when we, if, if we know a pinpoint, like, in our life when it actually started, like, when we started feeling this way, and I could get mine my, was... Same. I've always been a little weird. Like, I've been oversensitive and whatever, and I have a little bit of trauma from childhood. You tell However, too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but filter what my slides. main, main, like, I knew I was depressed. It was not sadness. And this is weird because you're talking about a boyfriend. But it was with my first real boyfriend. Right. I knew our relationship was kind of coming to an end, but I didn't want to, like, face that fact. On top of the fact that I had just graduated high school and I never thought I would... Because I hated school and I can't believe I graduated. I don't know how it happened. And then I'm like, oh, because I didn't think I would graduate. I never actually planned college. So then I <gasps> didn't gross. go to college. Yeah. I told everyone, <clears throat> even though I knew I was never going to go to please people, I said, I'm taking a year off. I'm taking a year off. Never went. So then I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm nothing. My boyfriend's going to freaking UB. He's not starting at a community college. He's going right for the big leagues. And like, he's going to be this big something and then here I am just a schmuck so yeah. it create it made I so like I'm saying like I already had a weird childhood and then I always had issues but then that was like the nail in the coffin that just sent me to a dark place my blinds were closed and I, he was still my boyfriend at this point so we didn't break up it was just thinking about life starting like I'm 18 years old now oh my god I'm about to like hit adulthood and I don't have anything to live for I felt like and then yeah. I also knew that we weren't going to last, and I wanted to, like, marry him. So, like, then that was making me feel worse. How am I going to start my life as this loser with no job, didn't go to college, now I'm, like, in the single world. How am I ever going to find another boyfriend now when I'm, like, I have nothing to offer? So that's why it sent me to this dark place. And I had the blinds closed. I literally wouldn't let sunlight in my room to the fact where I duct taped the blinds onto my wall so that that little bit of light didn't peek Oh, I don't in. like that either. I'm and like, and I just I but like I would stay up till five a.m. binging Netflix, and then when I heard everyone else in my house getting up for work, I would be like, okay, I think I'm tired, and then I would sleep until three <laughs> p.m. Me about to, like, yeah. like that was me, and then that my grandma's was me like, to a T. yeah, my grandma's like, absolutely not, this is not you, like you need to go to counseling. Went to counseling, she said, how old are you? Eighteen. Do you have a job? No. You need to get a job. You need to get out there and like. Make friends, even if they're just work friends. You need to have a reason to live. Like, you need to uh, have a reason. Tim Hortons. <laughs> no. Huh. No, that was Dollar Tree. Oh, Tim wow. Hortons, when I was 16, I only worked there for a little bit. And then I didn't have a job that whole time. Okay, yeah. Then I'm 18, and she's like, you need to... Actually, I was 19 at this point. She's like, you need to get a job, because then at least it'll give you a reason to wake up in the morning. Don't, don't you want a paycheck? Don't you want to not ask your grandma for sh- shit right. anymore? yeah. Did it that week... Broke up with my boyfriend that I that I was so upset that I was going to lose. I broke up with him because I said I've had enough. Met Joe. Started dating him real quick. Now it's 10 years after that and I'm married with a kid. So it's like, yeah, getting out did help me. But it was just crazy how it all started. So, Chris, was there a certain point, if you're comfortable to talk about it, where you yeah, really realized, like, oh, I'm not okay? Yeah, no, mine was 7th grade. So, like, I mean... I always, like, I still put my, it's still in this position, it's, like, really fucked up. Like, I really think about it, I'm, like, to do that, like, I was, like, 12, 13, I don't know how you were in 7th grade, I don't remember. I don't know, we'll just say 12 Yeah, let's say Just 12. say 12-ish, that's a... So, it's, like, <laughs> like, the thing is, is, like, you know, you got, like, you're doing, I'm doing shit in school, and it's, like, you have them, like, all, like, around me with my parents, they call me in, mind you, I'm not warned to this. I'm more into this that morning. Was it a parent-teacher conference? Yeah, with but with all of them. Okay. <laughs> and just imagine them all shitting on you at one time. Oh, yeah. Like, and it, yeah. it's brutal. So you're yeah. saying it's for people that aren't understanding, like, all your teachers and your parents. Yeah. And you. Yeah. And I'm so just warned of it like that day. I have, like, an intervention. Day. Yeah. I've done and this I'm warned too. of it that day. Educational intervention. Like, I, too, yeah. I'm told that morning, and I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait I'm a minute. Going. <laughs> I, I was, like, ready to ditch that school, like, that day. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm so done. I remember, like, that day was the day I'm like, I'm done forever. I'm done. That's it. I'm over this. I was like, that is it. Mentality gone. Like, and that's what, that was the moment. And, like, and then, like, the thing is, is, like, after that, 
counseling so and shit like that. So do you feel like you were, like, triggered into depression? Like, oh, yeah. I'm triggered 100%. into being fucked up because 100%. all these people it just makes you, me? Yeah, it, it just, like, puts you at, like, a standstill for the rest of your life. Like, you'll have, like, a moment that'll put you at a standstill. Yeah. That'll fuck you up forever. Did they all just, like... What did they talk to you about? Like, your behavior? Everything under the was sun. Was it, like, your academic standing? Was Every, it, like... Yeah, everything under the sun. Like, um, everything but looks you could throw at a kid under the sun. Aw. So, like, that... He's every, always late. He doesn't pay attention. His assignments are... Everything. He I talk da, 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 da. too much. I get, Every, yeah, I get Everything. It. And, like, the... Th- and, like, even my parents admitted it was bad. But, like, also, that... Also, like, it's probably fucked up because... Okay, first of all, your teachers are supposed to be Karen. your parents when yeah. you're right. not at home. Right. Right? Yeah. So, like, they're supposed to protect you and build you up. And then and then there's your parents, who that's literally their only job. And you're like, you're you're letting me, like, be backed into this corner right now. I feel like I'm being yeah. tarred and feathered. That's, that's and like, the moment. not protecting me. That's the moment. Because, like, that was the moment was, like, I don't want nothing good. I, like, that was the moment I was, like, I don't want nothing good happen to me. Oh, like, and I was, like, and everything so else, I despised it. And I was, like... And like that moment right there. Wow. Uh, I'll never forget it. That's so sad. I went I home. I imagine. Like, I went home and just never was like, never looked at nothing the same again. Like, and I will still believe it to this day because like everything they said was like true ish. I love you. And that's also like, why I heard Susan was like, wow, they're really telling me I'm fucked up right now. And like, yeah. Like, imagine do. telling that to a 13 year old kid. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, being right. 13, it's like, you'll really, they'll fuck you up. Right. Oh, yeah, that'll fuck you up. And I think about that now, I'm like, holy shit. So do you blame your teachers or your parents or No, I don't blame my parents. Or... My parents got it afterwards. Because they realized the moment I, I was fucked up. They yeah. realized so bad I was fucked from that moment. And I don't think, I think they still know to this day that was the moment I was, I was never the same. They're probably like, they're probably traumatized by it too, like in their own way. Like, yeah. oh, we I think should so have too. never done A that. A little, yeah. I, but we the thing was, like, or maybe they didn't not plan it. There? Like, I don't know. They didn't even Why plan it. They didn't even there? know. It's they a parent-teacher conference. Yeah, but I wasn't ever in there, actually. Never. Yeah. Never mind. I totally right. agree. Yeah, no. It was like you have the day off school and you stay oh, home. Oh, no. I went in with mom. I just waited in the hallway. <laughs> I don't know okay, how Okay, but still, was. I feel like that's not good. Like, can we blast your like, fucking school right now? Well, the oh, thing is, I totally agree. Like, yeah, hey, no, my mom did. Come on, let's get my it My mom together. did. She's like, you screwed him up. She's like, you really screwed him up. Like, like oh. that, like, there, just you imagine. You know what actually probably would have been funny? Mad. Was, I was there a school counselor present? There was, actually. What? That's the funny thing. Really? There was. Yeah, there was. Aww. And, like, the thing is, so imagine, like, a room it's like this. Like a this lot for a little With kid. a big round and table. I, I know. Like, isn't right. that a lot? Oh, you got the table and everything? Yes, the table. Oh. Like, a conference room table. Oh, I was no. terrified. I was no, that's like a pants. lawyer meeting. Dude, no. I remember, I like, okay, my honestly. hand like this into my pants. And, like, you got up and you just seen, like, the nail marks on my pants. And on my leg. I was freaking Wait, that, out. that makes me genuinely sad because I'm just saying now, maybe if you would have told me this story, like, seven years ago, I don't know. But I'm a mom now and if I'm thinking that Kennedy is struggling in school and they have, like, basically her first intervention and... It's like that's too much at once for someone. No, totally, yeah. That was that was an attack, and the fact that a school counselor was. Do you know present. what the problem is? Do you know what the problem is? Parents nowadays are a whole lot different than parents back then. Right. Back then, they were like, okay, you side with the teacher. They know the kid doesn't. Now, because of like social media, TikTok, whatever it is, like parents have a totally different formation in their yeah, freaking the generation minds. in general i don't and know they're but... like they're like okay i'm gonna believe my kid over you like i don't know who the fuck and, you and, are and not even about believing like if Ke- if kennedy was failing every single class and was like late and was being a right. dick i would believe I would, the I would teacher. believe the teacher but i would not let like them all harass her at once i'd be like right. okay that's enough if we haven't explained, like, Kennedy is my niece, Kayla's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, so we're all on the same page. I think it's obvious, but yes, sure. Okay. I just can't imagine being okay with it. I'd be like, yeah. you guys, she is 12. Yeah, 12. literally. That's what I think She got about. her period yesterday. She's going through a lot, okay? Yeah. Hormonal changes, bullying, anything, anything under the sun that could happen. You never know what this kid is going through. You don't just sit in a room and attack them. I mean, think about, I think about it too. It's like you gotta. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. for those teachers. I'm sorry for your parents, I, and I'm sorry for sucks. your counselor. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think about it this way too. It's like you introduce this kid. Mind you, it wasn't even that long in school. It was new school for one. How really fucked up it was being an adult now. How fucked it up it is being an adult. No, no, no. Like doing that to a kid. That yeah. is yeah. so fucked up. 
I know. Like, like I think about it, I'm like, holy like, shit. I'm like, what were you thinking? I'm like, you're going to trauma. Like, I know a lot of people that did. And they were like, that sucked. And I'm like, yeah, you probably just traumatized a lot of kids. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. I've been in that situation with, like, the giant desk or the giant table situation. But mine was more because I was getting suspended for something and I was talking to the other Yeah, that's parents. fine. Yeah, I get that. That's fine. That's totally different. Yeah. But, like, but just it so... it was bad. Yeah, that's... That's... Yeah. And then, like, the thing was, too, it's, um... It's funny because, like, yeah, they have, like, them separate or whatever. I don't give a shit. Talk about... Talk shit about me separate. I don't care. But, yeah. like, just... They God. never bring me in. Like, you just realize, like... It almost seemed like that moment, like, all your childhood's gone in one moment. But do you know how stressful and how much anxiety I got from that situation specifically? Like, being out in the hallway. Oh, yeah. And knowing that they're all talking about you. Like, I don't know. How did that not piss anybody else off? I don't know where you guys went to school, but that never happened. I was sitting out in the hallway. No. That's what happened. I would get home at 3 o'clock, and I'd get home, and Mom would be like, okay, get back in the car. We're going back to your school. And I'd be like, why? And she'd be like, because we have a parent-teacher conference, and you're waiting. So I'd literally just sit outside in the hallway and wait for it. Wait, maybe maybe I was just perfect, and they never had to call my parents in for a conference. No, you have to get one get once one a year. Any, really? You have to get one once a year. Yes. I don't think so. I don't ever remember. Well, Your they dad never told did it. Me. Then they went and just didn't tell you. Oh, that's great. I guess I was. Because mine, I was literally involved. Were you not? Did no, you not I, have to I sit had in to at the one point too. Hallway yeah, when they were outside. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like a lot of them want to talk without the children because it's not appropriate. Like we're literally gonna word Bash vomit how shitty yeah. your kid is. They're at a prime age where that would probably hurt them. So whatever. Okay, so do you know your pivotal moment where you were like, I know there's something wrong? Um, yeah. It was either ninth or 10th grade. And I was just so depressed because of family. Like mom, dad, anybody, name it, I was depressed. My great grandma was dying. Like I had a horrible relationship with my parents. Sorry guys, I love you so much. But (laughs) you have to be honest here. I feel like at that time of my life, it was just rough and... Even Kayla tried to take custody of me for one moment of my life. And, like, it was just the worst. I was mentally unstable. I went to a counselor, and she literally said, because she was older, so she was like, I don't know if I'm necessarily the one for you, but I'm going to recommend you to this other counselor. It was probably a psychiatrist or something. No, it was a counselor. Oh, like within the same place. Yeah, it was just She's a different like, we person. Need a bo- <laughs> we move, yeah. We're going to move you over. She was one. like, I'm going to prescribe you a medication if you're down because you're definitely depressed. And like, I'll prescribe you an antidepressant. And then I want you to see this other counselor. And please do not not go. Like, I'm telling you, you need to go. And, and then she handed me this card. <laughs> and I never went. <sighs> so here I still am. This <laughs> is... Probably same problems as back then. But Hashtag yeah. Kara get help. <laughs> Let's make it trending. Thanks. Hashtag Kara get help. No, Thanks. you need it. Okay, with that being said. Thanks, you need it too, bitch. We do, we do. I know, we all do. <laughs> we do. I think everybody yeah. honestly in their own way kind of needs it, but I, I agree why people yeah, would be do. against it because sharing your personalness with personalness. Oh, right. Like, with a stranger is not the move sometimes. Right. But that's if you're seeing it with a glass half empty mentality. If you have a glass half full mentality, you're like, wait, this is going to be amazing because it's a freaking third party, completely different person who knows nothing about me, who is not going to judge me for anything I've ever said to them when I was heated. Or think of anyone you've ever vented to. You'd be like, oh, they're probably going to judge me because they, they don't like that I did this that one time. But can well, you agree to that else. people would be against it specifically because of like oh, yeah. mental or medication? Yeah. Well, like well, that too. saying it's the wrong thing, thing prescribing yeah, no. you the wrong like, way. They, I mean, getting especially it wrong. like kids. I mean, like I said, when I was when I that's after that, send to counseling and all that shit, of course. And you know they'll say like that, like you're a know it all and stuff like this, and it's like no, I'm not a know it all. It's like you, they just think because you're a kid, you're a know it all. But it's like a lot of the shit they just didn't like what I was telling them, and it's like a lot of the shit I was so accurate on. I think I'm now a lot 22, of and it's just mind blowing that like how stupid adults are. Right. Like it makes me like I don't know I just feel like they're like closed minded like there's absolutely no possibility that this kid could yeah. know anything. Like, no, yeah. Can they're you give just, me some credit? They don't want to give the They'd, kid credit. Right. They like, don't they, like it. Yeah. No. But and, that's what I don't get. Did you ever get a second opinion, or were you just like? No, no I went I to a couple places, and <sighs> okay, that's just and like sad. they're supposed to be there. 
And it's like one, it's just like a lot of the shit. It's like, and like the thing is a lot of stuff I tell them like, why am I paying you for? But like, you know, it's a lot of people go to talk, but I knew what the problem was. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people know, just want help with the problem. I didn't need help with the problem. I knew my problem was the problem, (laughs) you know, and they just didn't, didn't know what to do with me, I guess. Okay. So you're saying your problem was the problem. Is that problem fixable with different coping mechanisms, different ways to communicate, medicine, right. um, acupuncture, like anything? Do you think there's anything but that can has, actually help you? Like they, but he has tried with medication. Yeah. And they don't work for him. They, like, the thing like, is, I, I got, I got to, a, for me, like, some people, like, somewhat, like, being depressed also, like, correlates to, like, me, like, I don't know, being very thinking a lot about things i guess if that makes sense so i feel like when i was like taking them i felt like a lot of the times i just would do things out of doing them and not thinking okay and like it's like did it help sure but i felt like when i didn't take them when i stopped it's like i felt more in touch with myself again i have heard of that yeah it just scares me because First of all, they say sometimes it will not work for two years. Like, you need to consistently take it for two years to get yeah. into a new norm I, and to feel normal again. For me, it was like, like... Is it worth it to do that if you could really feel better? Like, is it worth it to try for two years and to commit to something like that, even though it's so fucking annoying, to potentially feel better and not feel like shit? Like, for me, like, what the problem was But if is, it never works, then is there, is there a better... Because I'm... I'm not coming at you because no, I'm, yeah, no. I'm dogging myself right I, now, honestly, I think it, because I've It definitely does help through. people. It definitely I have does. never followed through long enough to know if my life can actually be better. So I'm a douchebag. Like, but at the same time, his people probably didn't say you have to do this for two years well, for it to work. They he didn't was do just that. like he was just like, okay, I tried it for six fucking months. Like I don't know well, what you offer. There me was anymore. a couple. There was a couple problems with it. Like for example, like they would give me medication and I would take it, and the problem was I'd be falling asleep in school. So like that yeah. defeated like everything so i'd have to like stay home that was part of the reason i was staying home yeah i'd skip that a lot too with my very first one ever too yeah and then my second one i actually think it would make my life better and i need to start taking like it. lexapro lexapro they, they <laughs> oh my god you can't i, I think i went through three different ones <laughs> Yeah. No, you can't. It's an it's a freaking anti anxiety antidepressant. You can talk about that. Okay. It's not like I'm like I'm popping oxy's like. <laughs> it's okay. Prescribe, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But okay. no, I, I had like three though. Like I don't know. Okay. And then like the thing is, it's I I think maybe one more. But I mean like just over time, it's like when I stopped and then like went out with like Dan and shit, and yeah. I was like, I don't know. For a minute, I was like. I'm back. I don't know. Like, it just, like, like brought me yeah. back to, yeah. like, a I'm... moment gone of my life, I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was really gotcha. weird. I gotcha. And then I you met me. It's yeah. been history ever since, baby. <laughs> Here we are. I just would hate if anybody truly feels the way either of us feel. If there is the potential to completely change their life around and feel good again, like, they need to try it. Oh, yeah. There like, always you is. you need to try therapy. Don't feel like you're less of a person if you're like, oh, I have to take medicine every day. You're not. Like, Mm -hmm. if it really helps you to not live in fucking pure hell torture, because that is what this feels like. Yeah. Try it. It, it's something always works for somebody. You just gotta find it. And like, yeah, doing... and like, it doesn't need to be mad. It's like, oh, go yeah, no, that's the thing. Sometimes it's not for you. Right. Like, whatever is your thing that helps you release this shit, you need to do it. I agree, but the problem is finding specifically a therapist, I feel like, is harder than most people make it sound. Like, I've tried, like, countless times, and it has not worked out. I think, like, you've found places, but again, they're not great. They're not, like, the best, no. So, like, finding an actually good one is, like, a fucking dime of a dozen. I have heard. whatever the saying is. I have heard because a dime a dozen? Yeah, okay, okay. Um... I've heard that, ex- I'm not calling it an excuse, but for conversation's sake, I'm, it's an excuse. It's not an excuse. No, though. it's not. But I'm saying I've heard that excuse multiple times by people, and it's usually stemmed around health insurance. Simply, oh, I'm not going to go. Oh, no. I'm not going to go there with the highest rated, yes, amazing person because they don't accept my insurance and therapy is expensive. So it's like they put, your option is but- go somewhere subpar because it accepts your insurance, or somewhere amazing, but go bankrupt over it, and you're like, okay, I don't want to go bankrupt over my mental health. It's not worth it. Okay, but I feel like it's hard. But, ba- but truly, 
I don't know if anybody fucking knows what Medicaid is, but it's basically state agency, like, health insurance. And you basically don't freaking pay anything. So most people who have that are given lower options. Right. I feel like you're given the lower people who don't know necessarily what's going on or haven't been in practice as long or, like, those are... people to figure it out. Those are usually the people that say, yeah, I'll take Medicaid because they want more clients. So I feel like at the same time, you're given lower options, so you get lower quality, and it does fuck with your life, and it fucks with their mentality, and and just all of it. That's literally what I'm saying, because I know your situation. It's like, okay, if she has Medicaid, so she's getting this list. She is trapped in this box (laughs) of this list of people, and they have been shitty. But then I got now she's like she could my sister could be like fucking healed. You know, you know my what's sister funny? could feel better if but it's like this expensive place. That's not right. But that's People what I'm saying. Everything that, that have depression, the you know, one click button. Because the fact that most people, if they're depressed, not all, but a lot of them, if they're willing to do this, they're willing to do it for like a brief moment. They're gonna just—they're saying okay for the one moment That's that true. you got and them you okay. You have to find it in that moment, yeah. and just then the, to actually commit and follow right. through. Yeah. You got to get them at like the perfect moment yeah. to do it. Or you have to literally drag them yeah. kicking and screaming and force yeah. them, and then who wants to talk? Who wants to talk when they were forced? So like, it is hard for it's me too. 22. It's like I feel like counselors though. It's like a lot of them. I think a lot of them are used to like the everyday like. I just I tell you the problems. They don't like challenges. It's when the nitty yeah. gritty comes, and it's like, ooh. yeah. Then they're like, uh, they're like, oh yeah, I'll just get a new. We're patient. gonna refer you to this person. Yeah, that's what <laughs> no, I mean. No, really. <laughs> with all the with all the problems people have oh, today, boy. they don't. Why would they give a shit? They have someone else that could fill our spot in two seconds. Right. Do you think they care? I mean, that's the problem a lot of the time. It's so sad. My I've place, actually never thought about it. Like my that. place said that they'll see me once a month, one time, and I was like. Once a month. I really need you twice a week. I'm that fucked up. No, 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 no. I just thought at least everybody who's ever gone to counseling, who's ever talked to me about it, ever in time, has gone once a week. I did once a week. Exactly. Did you try to get this this specific therapist during COVID? I've done it in the past two years, so I guess. Yeah. The only thing I can say is during COVID, everyone slammed and nobody will let anybody in. But it's like, really? These people are struggling. Now that we talked about that, I'm going to read this next story. Okay. And this is from the same website. Okay. And it says, learning to manage my bipolar disorder. After I displayed some erratic behavior throughout my childhood, my parents grew concerned about me and scheduled an appointment with a psychiatrist. At 18 years old, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. The practitioner, who I still see today, prescribed medication that prevented frequent manic or depressive episodes. However, managing my mental health condition is a lifelong journey. Throughout this journey, I've learned that you need to prioritize having a good treatment team, cultivating honest friendships, and practicing self-care and acceptance. My story is not without its setbacks. Recently, I had an ectopic pregnancy, followed by a major surgery to remove my gallbladder and appendix one week later. This series of traumatic events triggered a manic episode. During these episodes, the mania takes over my brain, and often, there's nothing I can do to stop it. I found myself posting on social media every day and becoming obsessed with making TikTok videos back-to-back, which is not normal behavior for me. I began calling and texting various contacts and sharing overly personal information. I wanted to take apart my sectional couch and rearrange it in the living room, although I never completed this task because another fleeting thought came to me. I wanted to start my own Etsy shop, even though I have a full-time job as an operating room nurse. Luckily, a friend picked up on these concerning behaviors and told me that I was manic. She showed me a text I sent her, and I was shocked. I do not remember sending it at all. And in a better state of mind, I would never say these things that I sent her. I am fortunate to have someone who can tell me, Natalie, this isn't you. You are manic. I hope I will always have someone to tell me the truth and to help me manage my symptoms. I thought that was interesting. That's that's quite interesting, to say the least. What? Okay, podcast, audio only, no video. Both of these people look like they are, like, going into their hermit shells, like, giggling. So something's happening. Oh, my God. So what are you feeling? Like, oh, that's me? No, I really... 
the, the reason why I don't want to work 79 hours of my week is because I'm, my brain is like 90% creative. And I'm like, nope, I'd rather be doing this. I'd rather be filming a podcast. I'm but not I, you know what I thought? I, yeah. I don't think that's... Like, I can't... I don't really... For I me, that's do. not what stands out to me. Really? Yeah. Out of that, with you. But that, see, it's because you, have, that like, because you have a creative mind. You have just a creative mind. Oh, wait, let him say that's first, a different that's thing. That's interesting because it's a fr- like it was a friend that told her she was acting this way, and now he's like, "Oh, that something's Kara," and I want to hear it. There's there's times like I'm not sure if my... you will you will say something to me, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't remember," and you don't remember it, and and I'll be like, yeah, "You no. did, you no, totally did." And I like, totally don't remember. And then there's like ever. sometimes where like you'll get really mad, and like I. You'll get so mad that, like, you'll say things to me that you would never say to me in your life. Like, never, like, ever tell me. Who is here? Yeah, like, like there's, there's, there's been times where I'm you? just like, okay, I'm just going to ignore that. And, but it's like, <laughs> like, if, if I read it back to you, you'd be horrified. There's wow. literally times where you'd be absolutely horrified if you read that's it back. That's so if you read interesting because reading this, I'm like, that's not Kara, but you're her best friend. Like, you know her differently. I don't and... know if I'm okay with this part being in the <laughs> podcast no, right now. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, I, I really mean, don't. Like, there's times, like, but the thing is, it's like, I don't, I can't really say if that's, like, just, a, like, a trait in general to people, because there's times where I do that. I'm probably just special. Like, thing... well, no, as I do that, too, like, I'll, I'll, like, go off on someone, I'm like, did I really say that? Like, I remember yeah. saying it, but I'm like, oof, after, I'm like, oh, Every fuck. time with the memory thing, I literally say out loud, and I go, sorry, it's the trauma. Like, I say it every time. And I say that, too, but, like, I didn't make it up. Literally, my old counselor said to me, oh, you don't remember this, 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 and this, and this. this. Those are big events. Oh, it's the trauma from your childhood. And your body, your brain is trying to protect you, and it takes out the things that send you to a bad place. I'm like, okay, cool. Recently, I thought you said you thought you were bipolar. Recently, What happens to you that makes you feel like you might be bipolar? Seasonal change, for sure. Like, in the winter slash spring... I'm miserable. Oh, cool. Put your, your best self in the summer and fall. For sure. But, but at the same time... there is seasonal depression. Yeah, like, is. that's literally a thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like I just have this, like, mental state that nobody else has. That's how I feel. No, honestly. I feel that, too. I think everyone feels that way because that's the reason like, I why like I think I'm you're depressed. I feel like I'm on a totally different wavelength than yeah, everybody. Yeah, I well, think the same exact but there's thing. Also, exactly. It's also not even a seasonal thing. Like, you have triggers. Like yeah. The, like, and if someone like, brings up something that's, like, a no-no, like, it yeah. can send you to a dark place. That's... And, like, she said... And if she, you don't believe in depression or anxiety, like, totally got you, I understand. I'm crazy. It's fine. Well, it's really <laughs> hard to... It's hard to understand something that you've never experienced. It yeah. just yeah. is. Whatever, yeah. No one true. will ever get it unless they feel it. They can try, and that's real sweet. But you don't get it. Right. So, um, basically, be, based on her story, she had a triggering thing. She had an ectopic pregnancy and then the major surgery and all this stuff. So these traumatic expe- uh, events triggered a manic episode. So it's like, she doesn't feel like that all the time. It, well, some people do. But, like, she's saying she doesn't. Yeah. And something major triggered it and then she was not acting like herself. So. I feel like most things, it just takes one thing and then you'll trip the whole way. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. It takes one thing and then you'll trip the whole rest yeah. of it. Yeah, and it doesn't even need to be a big <laughs> Fall thing. Fall on your fucking yeah. face. It does not need to be a big thing. That is the yeah. scary part. It could be so literally something so minuscule. So and it's yeah. like, nope, that just, thank you. Because now I literally want to cry. I want to go to bed. Now, oh, here's my headache. My headache's coming. And then the poor person that this just happened to, they're like, yeah. all I said was blank. And it's like, you don't get it. No, it's like, the thing is, it's, I think a lot of people blame like certain things on like being an adult. But it's not. Okay, so the last story I'm going to read is How My Family's Support and Unconditional Love Helped Me Recover. This says, early on in my marriage, as I experienced the joys of partnership and the delight of four young children, I noticed something fell off. Suddenly, my reality became a nightmare. My brain, it seemed, was fighting a fierce battle. The enemies, depression, and psychosis. They proved to be powerful challengers. Days were filled with hysteria. My children would overhear my screams and watch me agonize. I only wanted one thing, for everything to end. As I battled mental illness, which worsened after the birth of my fifth child, I withdrew from my husband, Rich, and I refused to be comforted. Once, during an episode, he tried to grab my flinging arms. His voice remained calm and determined. It's all right, Jeline. You'll be okay, he said. I finally stopped fighting him. 
He stayed by my side, loved me, and supported me. He gave our children double doses of love and attention when I struggled. He was my best friend when I needed him most. Our marriage proved to endure the torrents of adversity. But I often wondered, how long could two people go on living like this? How many storms could a marriage survive? How would this affect our children? Would they recover from a traumatic childhood? So even in the depths of my worst struggles, I did my best to show up for my children. I was never too sick to give them the hug, wipe a tear, or say I love you. I read them stories and listened to their problems. I also found outlets to help myself cope. I distracted myself with sewing, quilting, wood carving, and writing. The more intense my mental pain, the more I plunged myself into creative writing. I wrote about my mental illness, my faith, my children. Writing became a friend, a source of survival. This, coupled with compassionate treatment, made progress possible. And that, when I was reading that, I was like, wow, that's deep. Because you guys don't know, but you're not parents. But you will someday, I'm assuming. And it's just hard to hear that because I don't scream and agonize. Oh. <laughs> well, I cry. I cry a lot. And there has been times lately that literally it's heartbreaking where she will come up to me, cup my face with her hands, and say, Mommy, <laughs> what is wrong? And I, and I literally look at her crying and say, I don't know. Aww. And that makes me so Kayla. sad because, like, I have these memories of iffy things from my childhood. And then I'm like, oh my god, she's four and she has the best memory and she's so smart. And she's just seeing her mom sit here and cry for no reason. You're not the only one, though, that goes through that. Yeah, no, I think, um, I think... Mom used every... to probably cry with me. No, yeah, my mom did. I think, yeah. honestly, um, I, yeah, no, I think every single mom does, especially, like, within her case, like, five. It's, like, I mean... Super stressful, like, yeah. crazy. Chaotic. Yeah, like, you have no time for to do anything else. Right. So, it's, like, that being said, I mean, I think it's just a lot of people have to get out and realize there's more to life than... Just your kids. Hence the podcast. <laughs> Here we yeah. go. Yeah, this I mean, they, there's more than just kids and, and, like, like life at home. Right. I don't know. And I like, I do like that she said I had to find an outlet. Like, she found stuff to, like, kind of distract her from her own thoughts. And that's mm -hmm. so good. Like, you could write. You could journal. Yeah. Yeah. You could draw. You yeah. could write poems. And if you're not, if that's not your vibe, then fine. Go out and do something. Walk to somewhere. That's nearby that makes you feel at peace. I don't know. Yeah. Drive. If you love, like, I know a lot of people, myself included, right now, I don't have me. a car, so I can't do it. But, it's like, me. my favorite thing in life to do is drive specifically at nighttime. Yep. Drive and listen to, like, the best playlist of all time and just drive. When you know you're in your funk, you're like, oh, okay, Chris, you got to get up and go. What do you do? Oh, no. Yeah, I know what I do. Yeah, I smoke. go in the garage, turn on a horror movie, and smoke. <laughs> oh, horror movies bring you peace? Yeah. 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 Oh, Chris, I'm not judging you. This is no judgment. I agree, though. Park, Kayla. Like, I agree, and that's his I, favorite movie genre is yeah. horror. That's cool that you're saying that. Like, it's only because I hate it that I'm like, wait, really? You know what there's, I mean? There's a reason, I think, behind it. But it's about... It's there's a psychological reason. Uh, there's Halloween. Picking the top five. And these are not in order, so I'm just going to list. Okay. Uh, Jaws, Alien, uh, Night of the Creeps. Um, let me think. Nightmare on Elm Street, the, the first one. Creep Show, Christine. Um, It 2017. Oh, yeah. Um, Sleepaway Camp's one of them. That's a B movie, which is good. Um, and then let me think one more. You're, no, you're I, I love The Shining, but I, I wouldn't say it's in my top ten, actually. Really okay, well, like you've got one left, so... Uh, let me think about that last one. It's, oh, Gremlins. There you go. Is yeah. that really... Uh, yeah, that's in the horror genre. It is? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, like, it's because okay. it's something you love that you can, like, get yourself lost in? Well, like, the thing is, it's like, yeah, but it's also, like, I guess, like, you know, I, like, watch certain things where it's, like, people are, like, traumatized by certain things. I kind of think of it psychologically. Like, for example, like, Halloween. Like, Laurie, for example. Like, I love Halloween most because you see Laurie's story. I don't like movies with Halloween that doesn't have Laurie. It's all about her psychological story. Like, through with Michael Myers. Oh, so that's why I, I like Halloween. I know that because I won't watch it. Yeah, like, I mean, a lot of people won't look at it that way. But right. when you watch a bunch of these, then you start to. That it's all, like, psychological. Yeah. That's interesting because I, me... Oh, it's kind of embarrassing how much TV I watch. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Like, 
No, I would be judged hardcore if someone actually, like, if there was a counter <laughs> on my, of how much I've actually left, it's my escape. Like, I feel like when I am binge watching Gilmore Girls, I'm like, yay, I'm in Stars Hollow with Lorelai and Rory and, oh, okay, Life's they're going to go to their parents yeah. on Friday for Friday night dinner. And, like, That's I'm That's a focusing. lot of people's coping mechanism. Yeah, I'm, you're lying if you say it's not. Yeah, I feel like I'm focusing on a alternate reality. Like, right. I can almost pretend I'm their friend. I know that, that sounds dweeby. Well, that's like, like for I me. said my coping mechanism was watching Friends. Remember? Yeah. Like, that's literally the same. Well, that's like for me, too. It's like, and I like I the cheesy horror invested. movies. Like, yeah. I like the old ones because I love the 80s. It's my escape. Like, I'll, I'll sit there and, like, do anything 80s and it's my escape away. Yeah. So, it's like the horror movies that are the cheesy ones, those are my favorite. Yeah. Okay, so we're basically going to end that topic there. But with all of that being said, if you're struggling at all, whether you think it's big, small, right. if you think it's stupid, like, it is worth it to try to get help in any way that you are comfortable with. Agreed. But, but don't ever feel like you're less of a human by doing this or, like, it's, you are worth it to try to get help. Right, yeah, everybody. Like, your, your life, life is not meant to be agonizing. Right. Like, you're supposed to at least enjoy 50% of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so try to get help yeah. and talk to people. And we're also not counselors and we're not doctors right. by any means, so. Right. We're going to dive into pet peeves. I know the things don't really go together, but I don't know. It's a cool it's topic. It's, it's totally a cool fine. topic. And when I was thinking about this, Because like, oh. I'm getting aggravated thinking yeah. about all of them. Right. I really do. My first pet peeve is putting a condiment in the fridge without taking the seal off first so that the next person that needs that condiment doesn't need to rip the seal oh, off. Oh no, totally like, disagree. That's like me. you're going like okay, you're used to going to the fridge, grabbing the ketchup and just pff, putting it on your plate. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you right. go to the fridge, you grab your ketchup and <laughs> stuck. That is so irritating. <laughs> you're supposed to have some things come easy in life and the things that should come easy are condiments being ready when you need them. I really feel like I totally agree, but I'm also the asshole who does it to myself. <laughs> I set myself up for failure every time. All right. Go for it, Christopher. Let's see what I wrote down here. People saying when when they when they say that you're talking back. That pisses me off because it's like usually they're like you're saying something to me. and then you're like you'll see someone's like stop talking back. It's like what am I well, supposed to just shut my mouth? Yeah, is this not a conversation? Like, the, right? right that's what I hate. And then, and then, like, oh yeah, like, what are you supposed to not say anything? What I don't deserve or, to stick like, up for myself like, because I'm a kid. Like, what is my tone not appropriate for you? Do I need to right. edit my tone to please it's like, you? Like, what, what are you? <laughs> I, I hate that. It's I so agree. annoying. Minus, I have so many. So like, I could really go on forever. Um, when we're all sitting down, and somebody's standing right next to your shoulder. It drives me absolutely insane. And I'm like, can you please sit down? You're giving me so much anxiety. Wow, like, yeah, I can't I never, do this I right now. Think of that. Like, if everybody's sitting and somebody's just standing, standing above back. you, it's like, okay, please sit down. <laughs> so we my could... personal space. <laughs> I get it. Because it's something, yeah, that's something you would not, I would not think about that a lot. Okay. <laughs> I feel like no one can relate to this. But if you can, please message me because I need to know I'm not alone. Rolling dirty socks together and throwing them across the room like you're LeBron James. You mean Kobe? <laughs> no, I don't mean Kobe. I just mean a basketball player in general. Um, sorry to my husband. Kobe. But am I the only one? Okay, first of all, Chris. I mean, maybe it's, it's not even just a guy thing, actually. But I'm saying, you as a guy, have you ever taken off a dirty pair of socks, rolled them together into a ball, and thrown them across the room for literally no reason? No. Okay, cool. Well... No, I don't think so. If I'm really going to be like, honest, like I'll a take shirt? off my socks and I'll put them next to my bed. Like, I'll just, like, yeah, sit them there. Yeah, but do you roll them in a ball? No, There's not a lot wrong with this pet peeve. No. Here's, here's the backstory. No. My dear, loving, generous, <laughs> kind husband. You wanted to be shout Yeah, shout you out. got your shout out. There you go. He rolls them in a ball and puts them in the hamper. And then when I do the laundry, I throw everything from the hamper into the washer. And when I... And it gets after washed it, in a ball. After everything is done and it's already been thrown into the dryer, <laughs> I'll be folding clothes. And I'll be like, these are already folded. That's disgusting because the gunk is still inside the sock because he couldn't just put them in the hamper separated. Right. Yeah, mine's... um. 
Making excuses when people know I don't give a shit. <laughs> Yours are so deep. <laughs> Explain <laughs> yours again. Like, they, 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 they'll they make up some excuse, like, oh, I have to do that, I gotta do that. It's like... But, like, I really oh, don't need the explanation. Like, I truly right, don't care. You can if you just can't say do no. it, just say no. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I, I'm like, okay. And they're, like, having a whole elaborate thing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you could have just said I don't want to come and we could have been done. Now you're just making it awkward for me. Mine is... In any form, the wake-up alarm sound. Like, if you put it in a movie, if you put it in a YouTube video, if you put it in a TV show, I really am pissed pissed off. Your pet peeve is an alarm? Yes. I hate... Have you ever watched no, a YouTube it's... video where they play the alarm sound? Like, the Apple phone yeah. alarm sound. Like, they're showing your... Do you oh, know... my day in the life vlog. And yeah, they're yeah, waking yeah. up and their alarm's going off. Yeah. Like, you just hate it? Yeah. It makes you cringe? Yeah, because I hate that sound. I That's think everybody in America maybe hates just, that sound. Maybe you just have trauma from, like, oh, I didn't like waking up for school and I no, had to no, hear no. that. No, no, no. Everybody in America hates that sound. If you yeah, like the too. alarm I like sound, it. I it think you're... Yeah. You're crazy. Um... My other one was just when people don't use directionals. Like you're about My slow drivers. When to you're go about to turn like you're in that lane and you know you're about to turn into McDonald's. Yeah. Like you right. know, but we don't. And you're supposed to be telling us because that's the rule of the road. Yeah. And now you're turning into McDonald's right now and making me slam on my brakes because I didn't know that you were about to turn. Like <laughs> it's very cringy. My turn. Um mine's similar to yours. I hate when birds chirp in the morning. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking birds. Fuck like, the alarm, but the birds hate it. like Especially like in the summertime where it's like constant, like a nonstop when there's no know, break. It's, it's like it's chirp, 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 or when people shove their hand under you looking for something, like, you can just be like, yo, bro, can you get up for a second so I can look for the remote or, like, whatever like it is. Like, when you're in your grill, you're having like, an issue with space. They're like this, this, this. Yeah. They're, like, shoving their hand under you, like, I can just move. <laughs> oh. Like, I don't get it. Okay. See, I was And repeating you. myself. Because, like, I know you heard me. You're asking me to repeat myself so you can think of an answer or something. Like, really? Yeah. You think people are out to get you to that extent? Yeah, some of them. Like, if I'm genuinely... Oh. <laughs> some of them, yeah. Oh, Chris, I love you. Yes. I feel like nobody on earth loves your voice that much that they really, just really want to hear you say it again. Wow, thank I you. I think people genuinely didn't hear you. No, but a lot of people don't listen to me. <laughs> like, I'm being so serious. Okay, I actually have a lot, but I'm going to skip and I'm just going to do one last one. When people call you and leave a voicemail, when they are completely capable of texting you that exact same information, leaving a voicemail not saying what they wanted to talk about. So you're literally like, oh, hey, it's me. Uh, I need to talk to you. Call me back. And then you're just like, what do they want to talk about? Like, do I have time for this? Is this going to be a five minute long conversation? Yep. Or is it going to be a five hour long conversation? You couldn't just text me being like, hey, I need to know the brand of cat food you use. You couldn't do that. You had to call me to leave a voicemail to ask me to call you back for you to ask me that question. Yeah, that's her. I hate when like people like when I'm eating something and like people just like take a fry. Like without even like <laughs> like, oh, like don't ask. Don't like, take I my don't, fries. Here's the difference. If I have a lot of them, but I hate like sometimes I'll be like, man, I'm like, like oh this like when I'll bitch. Yeah, or like I'm bitch, I'm like, man, this is this is it? Like this is it? And then like I'm like I already just complained that there's not like, is it right. Like, why are you doing that to me? I don't think that's friendship. That is or, not friendship. Which kind of lets me in another one I just thought of is I hate when people are like, oh yeah, like I hated that. And I'm like, well, where is it? Like, if you eat something, you're like, oh, I hated it. And then they're like, where is it? And you're like, oh, I ate it all, but I didn't like it. And I'm like, so you had the audacity to eat it and you don't even like it. Yeah, I agree. Rude. Mine would have to be, I don't know if it's a pet peeve but passive aggressiveness like in general it just bothers me it really just gets to the root like i have family members that are super passive aggressive and i cannot deal with it anymore and i lose my mind every day because it's just like i don't know how to respond i don't even know how to talk to you like i I really don't like conversation like hi welcome to earth a conversation is i speak you speak and then we do this and sometimes we can disagree but no, you are completely like a different breed Breed with <laughs> yeah. this conversation and I'm having trouble connecting with you. So yeah. goodbye. Yes. Yeah, I get that. 
But are you saying I'm passive aggressive? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm very head on. I'm like, I'm going to talk about this. (laughs) And they, like, just play it off like it's just something and it's just like, oh. I know it's, it's so a annoying. very it's a poopy, I know it pisses you off a lot. character trait because whenever I do passive aggressive like yeah. sometimes when I'll be like, passive, I'll be I'm like I'm like I just send a rolling eye emoji and I don't respond for like a day I'm like yeah okay Kara sure yeah absolutely <sighs> I know yeah that's peevey fun chat about pet peeves we I'm very curious to know other people's if they're like quirky or like super funny or things for like, sure oh, we didn't think of that and that's horrific we hate that please post them yeah I, want I really want to know. Thank know. you, Chris. I love you so much. Of course, Dora. you're my best I'm friend. I'm so happy the bestest. you came on. You guys are actually also going to hear Chris in our next episode because we're having our first um, telepathy draft, and it's super cool. We're basically having a draft on a topic, and we are sitting there and talking about it, and it's super fun. Okay, thanks, guys. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.